Hello, beautiful homemakers, and welcome back to the Blossomed Homemaker podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm so excited that you ladies are tuning in today because this is going to be a really special episode. As you all know, I have had tons of ladies over here on this podcast um, as guest speakers, and today I am actually sharing a um, opportunity that I had to be a guest speaker over on Lynn from It's Lynn's Life um, on her YouTube channel as well as her podcast. But she was so, so kind to share that audio with me so that I could share it with all of you as well. Because I feel like the questions and just the conversation that we had regarding homemaking and motherhood and parenting, um, as well as productivity and also some practical questions that homemakers actually have we had answered together over on that um, interview as well so I'm going to be sharing that with you today and if you have not yet go and grab a hot cup of coffee or tea and listen to this incredible fun conversation that I had with Lynn and I will leave all of her um links and all the descriptions in the description box of this um, podcast episode so that you guys can go and check her out as well and I just want to say thank you so much Lynn for having me over on your podcast and on your channel I'm so excited ladies there's actually a video yes a video so I will leave the link to that whole um, video interview as well so without any further ado let me play the interview Hello everyone, welcome back to Goddess With Me series with Read Bible With Me YouTube channel. I also Elohim Aimi podcast. On today's episode of Goddess With Me series, we are having a very special guest. I am so excited to welcome her to this episode. We are chatting with my very good friend from South Africa, Mrs. Ellie Bota. I call her Elle. She is a wonderful homemaker and a coach, not just a coach, a productivity coach for women and a born again believer hi El. welcome hi lynn thank you so much for having me okay so i don't remember when i started talking with l but i do remember how it happened she was a youtuber once she started her channel and i remember she had about 200 members uh, like within few months of opening when i met her but then she closed it later, so you won't find her there. So I think it was an organization video I saw. I think so. But she closed her channel because that was not what she wanted. What I understood is she wanted to help as many women as possible with homemaking. So I can keep talking more about her. <laughs> no problem. But in short summary, uh, without getting scared, she get, got out of there and got into her dreams. That is the productivity coach for women. So, El, why don't you introduce about yourself so everyone can get to know you better? Wow, thank you so much for that beautiful introduction. Um, yeah, so hello to all of you beautiful homemakers watching or listening to this right now. My name is Ellie. And as Lynn mentioned, I am a productivity coach for busy women and moms. Um, and I'm also a host over on the Blossomed Homemaker podcast, which I just love doing. Um, so yeah, you guys, if you listen to Lynn's podcast, and I'm very sure you will love mine too, we have a lot of the same content because our hearts are just so in tune. 
Um, but above all of that, I'm a wife to my best friend, who is my husband, and I'm a twin mom to my little girls. I've got two little girls. And I'm also a homemaker who manages my household. And yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Yeah, that, that's a beautiful Elle, so I will really highly recommend to go visit her platform. So we will talk about that as we go further. So I think Ellie, you are the best person to ask this question. What should be homemaking or what is homemaking? So Lynn, like I've told you before, homemaking is such a beautiful topic that I guess I can speak about for days, but for time saving reasons over here, I will just briefly touch on this. So um, homemaking is just such a beautiful act about um, setting that tone inside your home um, to bring glory to God through your design. So your design as a woman, And a homemaker is someone who oversees and manages her household. So basically the ins and outs of every household, um, she absolutely manages that. And um, homemakers have skills of doing so many things in and around their homes to manage everything that's going on inside as well as their families. And it's absolutely just a beautiful profession. Yeah. That's really a good, uh, you know, you spoke from the experience over there. I love that. <laughs> I hope you also love ladies, also gentlemen. <laughs> okay, so like I said in the intro, our productivity coach is also a born-again believer. So I think this question can be asked to her and she will, we all will find it relatable. Because to my knowledge, I know Ellie as a very good, God-fearing woman believer. So, Ellie, how can a God-fearing woman do the better homemaking because we have to manage home, kids, husband, sisterhood, church, church support activities, working, and regardless of having kids or not, still for everyone common is studying Bible and maintaining this home or the mess, you know, whatever you can call that. So how to find time or manage all of that? So, Lynn, that's actually a really, really good question because, you know, like you mentioned, women do so much. Homemakers do so much. We are wives. We have children. Some don't. um, Some work. Some don't. We have communities. You know, we have hobbies and side hustles, and we're just doing it all. So the thing about, about homemaking and managing it all is, to lessen that overwhelm, to lessen that feeling of burnt, of being burnt out. And firstly, I want to encourage you by speaking about God's beautiful design, as I touched briefly when I spoke about um, homemaking, what it is. So both men and women have their beautiful, unique role um, in God's design. And um, the, when we are humbled, um, by what exactly our design and our role is, um, I truly believe that there is so much significance in homemaking, Lynn, because homemaking has become such a lost art in today's society. And unfortunately, I can even say that homemaking is sometimes frowned upon. 
and misunderstood by so many. But it is such a beautiful God-given design to all women, regardless if we have children or not, or if we are home all day or we work outside of our home all day, we are still homemakers because it is our design. So um, like I mentioned, homemakers are managers of their households. And so we as homemakers are the managers of our homes by running it like a business. Because I mean, if you think about it, a practical example is every household has, for example, paperwork. And there are bills that come in and out. There are personal documentations that come in and out. There's children's school reports, um, all that kind of stuff. So we manage a um, upkeep of a filing system. And if um, someone wants to know where something is, we've got it covered. So it's honestly, it's being managed, but that's just one practical example. Um, and then yes, there's that regular task of cooking and cleaning and taking care of um, our children and the duties of also being a wife to our husbands as their helpers and as God's word says, as their companions. Um, and then there's also parenting and raising our children for God's kingdom. Um, and, you know, there are other responsibilities sometimes that homemakers have, such as managing um, businesses or working full time for um, other companies outside of the home. But they are still homemakers. Um, but it is really a lot to manage sometimes. However, being a homemaker and managing it all um, is definitely doable without feeling tired and frustrated and burnt out all the time. So there are some key things that I would say that homemakers have to have in place um, to be able to switch between all those hats, of course. And the first thing would be time management. And that is where managing your time as a homemaker. So we all only you, me, everybody watching, we all have 24 hours in our day. That's it, right? We can't have more time. Whereas people would say, oh, I wish I had more time to do this, or I wish I had more time to do that, but we will never have more than 24 hours in our day. So being a homemaker, you need to learn how to manage that 24 hours that you have, of course, minus your sleeping hours, um, of course, but the rest that you have, you need to find a way that works for you and your household to manage that time that you have. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to get Ellie to stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah that's really something to be noted time management is really important okay um so ladies if you do have any questions by uh listening to ill make sure to comment in the comment section so she can answer more in the future so make sure to follow both our platforms all the links will be in the description box below okay so if you do follow our else instagram account do it all with ellie you will agree with me that she's the guru of journaling or a reflection <laughs> <laughs> so i think she she understand and she can explain much better to you that is should a homemaker need a journal or planner absolutely lynn i am such such a big big fan of planners because i feel like planners is a really really great source for a homemaker to have whether it's a journal i know a lot of ladies love to rather bullet journal their days instead of using using a formal let's say 
diary or planner or something like that. But that's great because, like I said, you have to do what works for you and your household to help you function and um, do all the things that you need to do. So, yes, absolutely, homemakers should use some form of journal or planner to be able to plan their day or um, put out some tasks that they need to do. So by using a planner, you limit the stress because you are more prepared for your day. You are more prepared for what lies ahead. Or if you have, say, for example, a very, very busy day ahead or you're going on holiday and you've got a bunch of things to pack or whatever um, uh, the case may be that's arising for you, using a, a journal or a planner um, helps you to lessen that stress and that overwhelm. Or say, for example, you've got upcoming appointments or events and um, you can really learn to use a planner wisely. But however, Lynn, it doesn't help that a homemaker has a planner and doesn't use it effectively, right? So, or open it up, for example. There are sometimes we plan and we plan and we're writing all these things down and we just never open up our diary or our planner the next day and we procrastinate and we, you know, don't follow what we've got planned. So yes, I highly would recommend all homemakers to use some form of planning. And if you're not a pen to paper kind of person, then there are so many apps and um, notes and things on our phones and on our iPads and devices that we can always use. But yes, planning and journaling is a must. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I should say that um, when I began my planning, you know, with journaling, I used to journal or like to-do list or reflect and I, there was nothing else. <laughs> but uh, when, I, when we start, I think that's one common thing. We keep writing, but we don't do anything else. Yeah, that's a but good it's like your beautiful planners. You have so many beautiful notebooks and planners and... I mean, I love them and I use your stuff to its max <laughs> and it's helpful. Yeah, yeah. So if you don't know our coach or uh, my friend Elle, she do journaling every morning. So she posts that in her story. It's definitely an engagement and that's definitely reflecting in her contents as well for sure. Okay, the next question. Um, I personally have this doubt also I heard in many platforms many women asking how a homemaker should write a, write the journaling or self-reflection journal what should be included so with self-reflection I would say it's a great way for homemakers to pretty much stay in tune with themselves and just really know where they're at um, like you mentioned, I do. I love journaling. I feel like um, when we journal, we allow ourselves to be expressive. And um, I think journaling is a great way to start your day because you can at least write down a few things that you're grateful for for that day. Um, or you can prayer journal. I mean, I, I love to prayer journal. I feel like writing down prayers or prayer requests or when they're answered prayers, coming back and saying, thank you so much, God, all glory to you. You have answered this prayer. And um, I think it is important for us homemakers to remember that when we are journaling or when we are doing self-reflection is to always see God's hand in the movement. So, um, yeah, it's also um, a way to, um, to 
bring out your like personal strengths and weaknesses and ask yourself where you're at with your homemaking when you journal as well. So with regards to what should be added, I think sometimes um, something along the line of where they feel that they can improve, maybe inside their homes, um, and really ask God to work on their hearts and to help them in the areas that they struggle, such as, for example, time management or um with self-doubt because a lot of the times we feel like we're not good enough because we're just homemakers or we are not good enough because we're stay-at-home moms. We don't have these massive titles or we're not earning this big income or something. Like I said, it's a lost art and it is such a beautiful, beautiful profession. Um, And I think it brings God so much glory and honor every day because we are managing our households for his glory we are raising our children to bring him glory and to it's for his kingdom one day so um yeah journaling and self-reflection um it's it's so important and i think i think that gratitude journaling is important and i have shared so often like how gratitude can spiral and in even in the worst of circumstances you can look at what's around you and say hey I can be grateful for the fact that I have a plate of food today, I'm clothed, I have a roof above my head, and you'll go from one thing to the next, and you'll see, you know what, I have so much to be grateful for every day. Yeah, so true, yeah. I also feel that after journaling, you know, it's like unwanted emotions also just got out. It's not there in there anymore. Yeah, okay. So, uh, ladies, I believe you will make use of these points, at least note it down and apply it because you, you can see from her uh, speaking that she's speaking from her experience. So, definitely make use of that. Okay, so next few questions are asked by some ladies. Uh, okay, I am a homemaker. I work with a company. I don't have kids. After coming back from home, I find extremely difficult to manage cleaning of house with cooking, tiredness, overwhelming stress. How can I manage those? So Lynn, um, like I said, this is where I would like to say that, um, as always, I would say you need to do what works for you and your household. And um, when I do my productivity coaching sessions with my with my ladies, I try and evaluate each homemaker's current reality and their lifestyle. So your lifestyle, your reality is not my lifestyle, my reality and vice versa. So like I said, there are some homemakers who are stay-at-home moms who um, have little kids or they maybe have bigger kids who are homeschooling or whatever the case may be. Some work full-time corporate and come home at night like, like your example over here. So. That is why I say we cannot just download some really cool uh, schedule from some mom on Insta- on Pinterest and apply it to 50 different women's scenario because we have different realities and we have different lifestyles. Each, even the neighbor next door will have a whole different scenario towards yours. So that's where my productivity coaching comes in is I evaluate what your current reality is and what your lifestyle is, what does it look like for you, Um, are you at home, are you not, Um, and then we work around that. So um, no two households function on exactly the same schedule because that's not going to work for them. And um, so I create these personalized routines and schedules to evaluate where you're at and 
have you implemented inside your home and see what works for you, see what doesn't, and then we alternate as we go. But um, like I said, you are a beautiful homemaker, whether you work in or outside of your home. And, you know, I'd say that if it's a full-time corporate job where they're working for someone else or they need to be present in an office all day, or depending on their work times, again, this will vary from person to person. This might be someone who works, let's say, uh, eight to four or maybe just half day till two o'clock. So that's the thing where the personalized um, coaching comes in because it could be a working full-time working homemaker, but you don't really know their times. Um, so yeah, there's definitely ways that you can work around even working corporate full-time outside of the home. At one stage, I did the same thing. I worked outside of the home, still came home at certain times. I even worked weekends um, and still was able to manage my household um, because, again, it depends on your reality. So, yeah, there are homeworkers who work outside of the home full day and they come home, they're so tired. Um, but there are definitely practical ways on how to still manage your household or use the time that you do have at home um, uh, effectively. So, so yeah, um, I'd say when it comes to prioritizing your homemaking, um, you need to meet the needs of the hours that you have available on hand and, and see how that works for you. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a more practical way to do that, yeah. 100% agreeing with that. <laughs> okay, so uh, moving on to next question. I am a mother of two kids. I live in joint family. I find it very difficult to have my own time. I think to study a Bible at night, but because of tiredness, I fall asleep. How can I find the time to study the Bible? Then... The thing with Bible study and time with God is God is always, always supposed to come first in our lives. So God is supposed to come before our husbands and before our children, before our businesses. He's supposed to come before homemaking. He's supposed to come before everything. So God has to always be number one in our lives. And Unfortunately, we all fall, sh fall short of this because we are not perfect human beings. The only perfect person is God. The only perfect thing in this world is God. And unfortunately, we are born into a fallen world and we will make mistakes. So, you know, sometimes we fall short of our Bible study goals or spending that quality intentional time with God, but it is so important. So like I said, he has got to be at the top of our priority list. So for me, um, as a practical example, I feel like I've also got two kids. And um, for me, if I wake up before they wake up in the mornings, um, that gives me a little bit of time to spend with God in the mornings. Um, put aside an hour, um, set your alarm clock a little bit earlier, rather go to bed earlier and wake up earlier um, so that you can have that quiet time with God in the mornings. And sometimes... Being a morning person doesn't work for a lot of homemakers. So like she said, she likes to study it at night. And 
sometimes she gets tired, but again, that's a reality. We all get tired. Um, maybe read your Bible before you go to bed, sitting up straight at a desk instead of in bed where you can get tired and fall asleep. So again, just practical examples on how you can prioritize God. Um, I would say, first and foremost, start your day fresh with Him. Pray, Bible journal, read your Bible, get a devotional, start your day with Him and His Word and have that boost of encouragement instead of maybe the news or social media or something like that, put aside that for the first hour of your day and give that hour to God. And yeah, it'll just absolutely energize and boost your day for the rest of the day as well. Yeah, so yeah, I agree that I think um, to that answer, I think you are episode, one of that episode, the wasters, or I, I forgot the title, the wasters. Time wasters, yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think that goes along with that. So if you have not ever listened to that, I definitely recommend that. Go listen to that episode. That will, I think that episode is going to support, uh, help you with this answer more. I think so. Oh, yes, absolutely. Because we can waste so much time as homemakers. And if we're not really aware of what is wasting our time um, and where we can actually replace certain things with Bible study time, so yes, that, that would be a great episode. So maybe link down below, <laughs> have the ladies go and have a look at that. <laughs> yes, I'm going to link all of that down there, down the description. So you can definitely go listen and uh, take down the notes and apply it. Don't just take down <laughs> the notes, apply it. Okay, so um, uh, next question is, when health is deteriorating, <laughs> <laughs> when health is deteriorating, how can you stay more productive as a homemaker? So then, yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult sometimes when we are unwell or maybe um, ladies, homemakers who have, you know, they're much older and they find it more difficult to do certain tasks. But however, they still are the managers of their household. So I think number one, practically just ask for help if you're able to. If you have maybe some family or friends or if you can afford some, uh, some help to come in from outside, that's definitely an option. Um, I know times where I have even been unwell and under the weather to ask for help is actually a really great thing. Um, it doesn't show any weakness. We are not weak when we ask for help. It's actually... A very strong attribute to have to say hey I need some help today please come and help me so yeah asking for help is important especially when you are unwell don't leave the mess to just pile up and pile up and pile up because when you're better and you get to that eventually it's gonna be a lot of work to catch up on so yeah ask for help it's really important and then of course um, if your health isn't um, well in in general then um, but you still want to do your homemaking and you're able to do things, then break up your tasks. Have um, less things that you have to clean every day or um, work smarter instead of harder when it comes to cleaning your home. So, for example, you can use the, um, the once-touched method. So, for example, you come in by your front door, you have your handbag, your keys, your water, whatever it is, your shopping bags, put them down in the place where it's their home. So for example, hang your keys up on the rack, put your handbag on the hook, 
um, instead of dumping everything on the dining room table um, and then removing it and taking it to its places later, creating more work for yourself. So, for example, um, yeah, um, you come home with your kids backpack from school and it's just shoved by the door. Put it in its room or already like unpack your groceries immediately, put them back in the fridge, you know, that sort of thing. So I always like to call it the once touched method because you're touching it once. You can just as well, while it's in your hand, put it on its rightful place. Instead of putting it down, picking it up later, putting it here, you know, you kind of waste a lot of time doing that as well. So that's just practical, I guess. Um, and then the clean as you go method. So as you're cooking, you can already start rinsing your stuff and packing it in the dishwasher or as your um, yeah, clean as you go. Um, when you're done taking a bath or a shower, rinse the bath, hang up your towel, put your clothes in the washing basket instead of having to come back and do that later. So it's it's all about thinking a little bit smarter instead of working harder at the end of the day. So yeah, clean as you go and do less, ask for help and remember that once touched method. It's been touched once, put it back on its place. <laughs> yeah, that's really a very, very practical example. I mean, just think. <laughs> <laughs> when you come from the shopping, uh, after shopping, it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it, it's very, very practical example. And also, you said uh, breaking up task. Yes. You should yeah. definitely follow her Instagram. She showed it on every day, at least every day, weekly basis, that how she break up her task. So um, definitely follow her Instagram. Do it all with Ellie. You'll, you're going to get a lot of tips if you do <laughs> follow her. Uh, I'm so glad that we got this question because, you know, if I long live long enough when my health or when my health <laughs> get bad, I'm definitely going to look back at this video and remind myself about it. Because yeah, it's yeah, we all have to remind each other. Sometimes we can easily forget. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, I think next question will be very much useful for all the moms with kids. How can I discipline my kids as per the word of God? Sure, Lynn, this is a really important topic, I think, to chat about. Because just like I said, in today's social society, you can't, cannot win being a homemaker. But it's the same when it comes to parenting and disciplining our children. Because... Um, there will always be judgmental views. Um, there will always be, you know, people trying to enforce their opinion or their parenting style on each other. And um, however, I think it's just so important. It's, it's so simple, but it is so important um, for us to just turn to God's word. That's where the answers are. God's word has the answers um, and it teaches us there about parenting as well as what God expects from us as, as the parents in raising our children um, and disciplining our children. So um, personally, I've always reminded myself when it comes to parenting or disciplining my children um, is that number one, I need to remind myself that because I have four-year-olds, right? So my twins are four. Um, they're still toddlers, they're still learning, they're still making mistakes, but I need to remind myself that they have the intelligence level of a four-year-old, not of an adult such as myself. So um, 
I think that that's important to remember when it comes to discipline per se. Um, so yeah, children are going to make mistakes. Children are going to test boundaries. And if we can understand and remember that they have that intelli um, emotional intelligence of that age, whether it's two or seven or they're 12 or whatever, they're not where we're at as the parents. So that's, that's something to remember. And then of course, um, when it comes to looking at God's word for guidance, um, we can look at Bible verses such as Colossians 3 verse 20, where it just says plain and simply, children, obey your parents in everything. And obedience is so important to teach our kids. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's when we're, we're listening, um, we're teaching them how to listen to us, right? How to also communicate with us. And I think it's important to plug your heart in by God as a parent and say, this is this the situation that I'm dealing with with my child um, and I want to parent them according to your will, according to your way. So humble me and guide me and teach me um, how I can do this. Um, but I also think that we can also learn from Ephesians 6, where it speaks about um, children should obey their um, parents for it is right, right? For, for in the Lord, it is right for us to obey our parents. I mean, even for me as an adult, I still honor and respect and, and obey my parents when um, I'm no longer even living under their roof. But I, because God expects that of me, right? So yeah, I think when it comes to parenting and discipline, I think God's word teaches us everything, especially in Proverbs. Go and read through Proverbs. It's full of, of practical ways on how we can raise our kids for God's kingdom. Um, but yeah, to tell you the truth, Lynn, each child is so different and each family functions differently again. So um, I cannot enforce whatever I do with my kids on you and vice versa. So yeah, when it comes to parenting and discipline, I think um, just following God's design for parents is the right way. And yeah, the method of discipline that we use can also differ. But again, it all comes back to just finding um, grace and, and, um, yeah, and your answers in God's word. So, um, currently, you know, my husband and I are actually reading this really great story. Um, it's, it's actually a book, like a, like a family devotional, um, which I think is a great way, um, to have family worship together. So the book's name is, um, leading little ones to God. Um, and it's written by Marion Schooland, I think, or Scarland. I don't know how to pronounce her surname, but it's Leading Little Ones to God. And it's incredible. So in the evenings, my husband, as the head of our home, he will um, lead us in family worship. So he'll read to the girls. Um, he'll explain the story to them. And he's even, because they're so little, invested in little hand puppets and things just to make the stories more encouraging and exciting and yeah, it's just, it's awesome. So yeah, parenting, I guess you take with a little bit of salt, but with a lot of prayer. <laughs> uh, that, that's that's uh, 100% true. Uh, without uh, God's guidance, it's really nearly impossible to yeah. bring up a kid. It's, it's really, yeah, and also I'm going to look into that book. Um, uh, I will put a picture of that book on the screen. So they can also see. And um, 
Yeah, and also I like that point, stepping in their shoes, understanding their emotional yeah. intelligence. I like that yeah. point because we usually commonly we, we think in our way, like yeah. they have to do that because because I can do that, so they also yeah. should do that. But that is nearly impossible for kids. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that's really a very, very practical point. Yeah. Okay, so um, now uh, the final question. Okay, any tips or format or anything from you as a productivity coach? So um, my tips for productivity for homemakers to, I guess, thrive inside your home would be, like I think I mentioned earlier, early bedtimes, early mornings. <laughs> you know, you have to function as your best self, right? So you have to take care of yourself before you can actually take care of your household or your family. Because if you aren't well, how are you to do that? So yeah, um, taking care of ourselves so that we can be our best self um, is important. And like I said, early mornings is really great because you get to say, like I said, set your timer for maybe half an hour, maybe an hour is maybe pushing it too far, but, but set it for half an hour and wake up half an hour earlier, wake up before your children do, because that means you can wake up into, let's say the calm of the day, you can take in the day. What I like to do is make my cup of coffee, go and sit, pray, journal, read my Bible, have that quiet. And then little by little, my, my kiddos wake up and they join but I've been able to start my day on like a quiet note, let's put it that way. So yeah, early mornings. And then another really great tip for productivity for homemakers, and I sound like a broken record when I say this, <laughs> for those of the ladies who know me very well, that's why Lynn is giggling, because I always say that um, you need to clean your kitchen the night before, because who wants to wake up in the morning and You've, you're well rested and you walk into your kitchen and you want to put on the kettle and you're looking into last night's dishes and the pots and pans that are still caked on and there's not even a clean mug to drink that coffee out of. So wake up and the first, you know, wake up, walk into a clean kitchen and you're going to thank yourself the night before for cleaning your kitchen. Um, so yeah, that's a really practical example. That's something that I swear by and that's something I have done without fail for so many years because it just it sets you for that beautiful tone the next morning your attitude everything gets boosted by just walking into a clean kitchen um, so yeah that's a really great um, practical example and then um, yeah packing if you have kids who go to school or like even my kids who homeschool um, I still pack lunches the night before because it's grab and go the next day. It's not um, something you have to rush and do before they head off to school. Or if, if your kids are going outside, um, they're going to school outside of the home, um, make sure their backpacks are ready by the door or their outfits for the next day or whatever your current reality is again. Like I said, um, uh, if you're working full-time outside of the home, um, put out your outfit the night before that you're going to dress into that next day. Time savers. It saves so much time. So think, what can I do tonight before I go and rest and maybe read before bed or whatever to make my next day go smoother? So 
yeah, clean your kitchen, pack lunches, maybe set out an outfit. And this doesn't have to take you an hour. It can be 10 minutes. What can you do in 10 minutes to have a more productive day the next day? So, yeah. Um, and just reminding yourself um, every morning when you wake up um, about the verse we read in Matthew 6, where it speaks about how God um, takes care of the birds and how much more will he take care of you. And even those birds don't store up in bonds and they're, you know, gathering all this. So we shouldn't also, we should be so content with where we're at. And um, yeah, just tell yourself, you know what, I am grateful for this day and I'm grateful for my current reality. And I think that that is so, so important when it comes to um, homemaking and, you know, how we can be more productive is just plugging in by God. I guess just by plugging in by God and saying, here I am, God, this is my strengths, this is my weaknesses. Um, please guide me in this because this is my calling. Um, and then, of course, my second tip for um, being productive, like I mentioned, um, your evenings is just, it's its so important. You can even plan for your next day. Um, that's another practical example. Small, quick bullet points, five things that you need to get done the next day. Um, write them down the night before or have a little notepad next to your bed so that you can, air quotes, brain dump before you go to sleep. Otherwise, you lie awake for another hour thinking of the thousands of things that you still need to get done. Um, and then another practical thing is, like we mentioned earlier, is breaking up your tasks. So if you clean your own home, I would highly recommend breaking up your tasks in Monday to Friday so that you don't have to clean on a Saturday and a Sunday because we all want to rest, right? Um, I think it's important, um, like we've read, even God rested after creating this beautiful world and everything that we have in it. So I think it's important for us to rest as well. Um, so break up those homemaking tasks. Do things from Monday to Friday. Um, you don't have to do everything in one day because you will be overwhelmed. You will be burnt out if you do that. Give yourself a Monday would be two or three tasks. Tuesday, water the plants. Wednesday, vacuum and mop. Thursday, deep clean the bedrooms. Um, and then on Fridays, you put fresh linen on. And there you go. Like, break up your tasks so that you don't have to feel overwhelmed. Yeah, when you, when you said uh, uh, break up your task and you can uh, take rest in the weekend, I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Happy, you know? Because, you know, commonly it's, it's opposite way. The, the weekend, instead of resting, we work, clean the entire house, and again, Monday comes, it's like, ah, <laughs> that is my rest time. <laughs> and, mm. yeah, and um, I would say uh, the, the evening, important evenings, the point by ill, I think that's very, very important because I see that Illy doing her, in her, she shared it 
through her social media that she's cleaning her uh, kitchen before <laughs> going to sleep and she's like yep. driving every lady's crazy like go I have to keep myself accountable right so I can't just say it and not do it so I have to do it so that I can show you hey we can practically do this it doesn't happen I just say it and I don't show you hey I'm showing up for this so yeah yes and she and and Ellie has mentioned about this in her e-course so uh, um, Ellie you should say about that before going away because I highly recommend her e-course so yeah you should say about that or else I'm not going to stop this interview so the e-course that Lynn is speaking about is actually she was one of my first first ladies to have taken my e-course which I'm just so excited that she did um so yeah uh, my e-course is something I launched I think last year um I think it was last year yeah I launched launched my e-course so basically um it's a course an online course which covers the five main areas in homemaking called the five keys to master your homemaking um but not to give it away too much I definitely want you to go and check it out I think you ladies will have so much value from that it covers all areas of homemaking but those five keys um are so important and it's very practical there's videos there's articles there's downloadable printable files over there um it's really affordable um so yeah um there it actually did really well then there are so many ladies who enrolled which, which I didn't, didn't think, think would happen yeah. but um yeah more more than i expected actually so um that that did really well i think um the ladies are definitely finding value from that and then of course there's the productivity coaching so um Lynn will definitely leave my email address down in the description box below uh the blossomed homemaker at gmail so you guys can go and email me i would be happy to work with you as a productivity coach we can do some one-on-one um coaching and we can see where your current reality is at and we can work something out that can work for you and your household not something that you've pulled off pinterest that you are trying to do that someone else is doing but it's not working for your reality so that's where i'll come in and just help personalized whatever works for you and your household so yeah that's um what that is all about yeah that that's that's very much important when it comes to productivity what come, what works for you is the key okay so that's a really wonderful session l so i hope all of you will find it very helpful if so leave a thumbs up drop your questions share your thoughts also if you have any doubts to ask to l you can either comment in the comment section or the gmail is there up on the screen also it's in the description box and all the links which we have mentioned in the video or in the interview will be will be linked in the description box so make sure to follow all the platforms so i would really recommend you guys to follow her because this is just a short interview she shared her heart out in through her podcast do it all with ellie so definitely go there uh, and listen to her podcast it's really helpful and also take her e-course i took her e-course i'm like oh i never even thought 
not in this way. <laughs> she shared lots of uh, helpful points in her e-course. So all the links will be here. So Ellie, thank you for joining in this conversation, for sharing your tips, your experiences with all our viewers. I feel uh, like it's, it's, oh my goodness, she's talking from her life, you know. I feel very <laughs> energetic to listen to your answer. So thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you so much for having me, Lynn. This was lovely. Okay. So, yes, everyone, thank you once again. And please don't forget to follow her and her platforms and join uh, her as well. So all the links in the description. I will see all of you in the next video. So we are going. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>